Hey, welcome back to A Lot of Things, the podcast where I talk about so many things that you should check out or just thoughts that are in my head. And I do it pretty quickly. So you don't have to be like, man, I wish this podcast was over. Well, guess what? It already is. All right, got my mocha. I'm all set. And before I get into entertainment news and things that I've checked out on the internet, I was recently in Chicago and boy, was it cold. For the International Home and Houseware Show, I got to emcee a bunch of the talks there in the smart home section. So I learned about all sorts of technologies and design, actually quite a bit of design, on how to make things not only smart, but understand the humans who are using said products. And empathy came up a lot, which is great because I'm an empath. And then while I was on stage, we met other empaths. And it was like an empath convention all of a sudden. And it was a great fun time. Uh, I highly recommend people who are in the industry, obviously, for food, tech, appliances, anything housewares, go to that show. And even if you're not, it is a great fun time. Lots of stuff to see. I like any show that has like, here's the future. I used to go see Yes a lot. Uh, One year, I did 82 videos. Now, I didn't do it. The team and I did. But we produced... 82 videos. We lost a little bit of our souls that day. Or those days. But I do love the idea of a show where you go and see what is coming up in technology, gaming, or whatever. And so this was fun to do that. want to thank everybody who helped out, including the sound guys and camera. Incredible people. They, like, were my family. So thank you so much to all of you. And to Vicky and everybody who put on the show. While I was there, I got to see a bunch of stuff. Here's a couple things real quick. Uh, There's a company called Beta. That's B-8-T-A. I actually went to their store here in Seattle. There's one in the University Village. And I ended up buying my pillow that I still have to this day, a ghost pillow, because of that store. And essentially the store is, they like to call it retail as a service. You get to go into the store and see these products. A lot of them are futuristic. Some are just really cool. And there's a little iPad usually or a tablet next to it and explains more about the product. But you get to hold it and figure it out and check it out. A digital pen, a pillow, digital lights, you know, all sorts of things. And I love the idea of going in there and understanding what the product really is and getting to, you know, check it out in person, not in a package. So check out Beta and also they brought up on stage this thing called the Pocket Talk, which I'm 100% buying. Uh, It seems pretty affordable. It translates anything you say. So I just said something on stage, and then it went right to French immediately. Uh, It's crazy how quickly it works. You just push a button, talk into it. It spits back out uh, whatever you want to say in a different language. Incredible. Pocket talk. Check it out. Also, thanks to Kim Kircher. I got to interview her, and she helped me understand my diet in a different way. Not necessarily dieting, but more like how you look at a plate and what should be on the plate, proportion-wise, vegetables, fruits, etc. Things that I don't normally eat. If people know me, they know this is true. Check her out. She's a dietitian. And also, HFN, which is Home Furnishing News, I got to uh, hang out with them, and they are really friendly. Allison and Andrea, I want to say. Is that right? I think it is. And we had a little bit of lunch at one point, and we talked about journalism. And uh, I'm telling you what, all right? 
Journalism's here to stay. Don't let anyone tell you anything different. And the people at HFN, they're doing God's work. That's, I just wanted to say they're doing God's work. Anyways, it's a cool magazine. I love the fact that they're still doing a magazine. And they do digital and they do video. If you want to know about home furnishings, then check out the HFN. All right. On to some entertainment stuff. Behind the Curve is a show that's on Netflix. What's well, a documentary. It's about the flat earth. Because, you know, some people think that way. Anywho, it's uh, enlightening. It's interesting. It's sad at times. It's also petty. It does remind you that people, no matter what the cause is, will still turn on each other, which really stinks. And you'll see what I mean when you watch it. But I, uh, it was produced so well. And if you're into documentaries and just getting yourself lost into a, a moment in time and like why people think the way they do, it's very good. It's just a little crazy because, I mean, I think the satellites and the people went up and it floated above the planet and they saw it was round, right? So I don't know what we're talking about. That being said, hey, listen, I'll hear your conspiracy theories. I'll hear your ways to look at the world a different way. I'm in, man. I'm in. I'm a yes and person. I just think this one might be case closed. I'm about to watch Vox Lux. I haven't seen it yet, but I have a feeling it's going to be incredible and dark. Uh, Natalie Portman, really weird, dark movie about celebrity. That's kind of all I know about it, but I'm interested. And I did play Metro Exodus, finally. I had been talking about playing that. And it's dark, and it's Metro And it's a little more open world, but not really. It's essentially still on rails. And the fact that you have to go to this area and then go to this area and then do some things in that area and then come back. It's stretched out around more places, but I didn't feel like I could just do anything. So I wouldn't call it open world in that sense. Uh, And I would say this, playing so many games where I level up or get better And then when you play a game where you don't, and it's just like based on how much ammo you have, I was like, I don't know if I want to play this anymore. It's already dark and it's already difficult and the monsters are tough, but I just don't feel like I was progressing. And I think that, are we screwed in the world of gaming where we have to like progress now? Is that it? Like, have we turned the corner and like, if you don't progress, you're like, what am I doing this for? I mean, even in Just Cause 4, which I can't wait for the DLC for that game, where is it? Just Cause is a crazy game. You're running around, blowing up helicopters, flying from things, attaching things to other things. You you know, get upgrades. You upgrade your things that you attach other things to. (laughs) Anyone who's never played that game, that makes no sense. The people who do play that game, that makes perfect sense. Okay, so I'm not, I don't know about Metrexodus, but here's what happened. As soon as I finished with that, and I was like, I don't know. I'm not going to jump back in right now. I'm kind of frustrated. I went to Fallout 76, which I'm going to spend a whole episode on, not this one. But suffice to say, I'm playing this game, and I'm loving it. I was going to say liking, and I just went right to loving just now. I really am loving it. I'm playing it mainly one player, and every once in a while, someone jumps in and, and helps me on an event. And I'm like, more power to you, buddy. There's a lot of robots here, so get going. And I just want that level grind, and I want to get that next thing. And I love Fallout in general. 
and playing Melee, which, fun story, every Fallout game, I think even one and two, I find the big-ass hammer. I think it's a sledgehammer. Or anything that gets close to it. And I just hit people with it. You know what I'm saying? I just keep it simple. I upgrade it and upgrade it and upgrade it. And then my hammer is definitely a big-ass hammer. And it hurts people when I hit them with it. And last time in the old school ones, when the true VAT system, I would pick VATs and it would just like jump to the enemy wherever he was and be like, boom, your head's off. And in this one, they can't really do VATs because it's basically real time, but it still does it. It still kind of jumps to the enemy. Like I'm a little bit away from the enemy and then I do VATs and it brings me to the enemy and then I'm hitting it and then it's dying. All I know is when I finally do PvP stuff, which I'm not going to touch for a while, I'm going to be ready, all right? And you're going to have to come at me with my sledgehammer. And guess what? You're like over there fumbling with your reload. Oh, got a a sniper rifle. Where is he? Uh, Pinpoint him. He's over. Where is he? I'm right at you, and I'm hitting you in the head with a hammer. But how'd he even get there? He was in the woods, and he... And then flash forward. Do, 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 do. I'm in front of you with my hammer. Let's shoot him over there. I think he, wait, he ducked behind that bush. Where is he? Uh, I'm in front of you with my hammer. Legends of Aria is a MMO that looks like Ultima Online, which gives me chills all over my body. If that's really what it is and it appears to be, I'm just going to be in Legends of Aria. Anybody play it? Let me know. How can you let me know? At a lot of things pod on Twitter. That's it. I'm done. I gotta go play Fallout 76. Just doing that do 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 do, but boom, I'm in front of you with my hammer. Got me excited to go play Fallout 76. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'll catch you on the flippity flop. Although I think that's what Jack Black says now in his Jablinski games. I gotta come up with a catchphrase for the end. I'll see you fools later. (laughs) Shit. I can't say fools. Listen, bruh. I got to go. Peace.